Welcome back to Encourage Radio. I hope you guys have enjoyed it so far. Uh, I sure have. Yes. Um, but yes. today we'll be talking about six tips to organizing and managing my family. So. <laughs> you never have to organize and manage your family, D. No, <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> Only 12, 15,000 times a day. <laughs> You yeah. do. You guys do an excellent job packing it up, hauling it in, and then hauling it back <laughs> to the yeah, big Yeah, seldom town. do we see Benjamin in the stroller. <laughs> no. <laughs> it's half the house. Yeah, it's our cart to haul everything. But we remember those days. I remember going to Disney for the first time without a stroller. Mm. Really? And we did not know what to do because we have always had a stroller with the three girls oh, to haul the stuff. Yeah, the double stroller. And so all of a sudden we were like, oh, my Nelly, we're on our own. Yeah. And so that's when you became backpack dad. I mean, yeah, <laughs> that's true. That's one of the things I didn't exactly expect is all the little things you have to plan ahead for in panting. You know what I mean? Like. Yes. Like you have to have this and that, all the list, all the things in the bag, the milk, the diaper bag, all the things. But And just how many hours, sometimes half a day ahead, you have to get that ready. Yeah, exactly. Like if you try to get, sometimes you do get stuff last minute, but it's it's all that. Well, that's exactly what we're talking about today. <laughs> how to maximize your stroller <laughs> to not just carry the baby, carry everything in the house. Yeah, That is so true. <laughs> it is so true. All right. So, we're, you know, I, I asked Raina about this because she has shared um, this information with countless of moms, as you know her story. She wraps it up and says she chose to be different because she did not see, um, you know, certain things modeled, and she wanted to choose to be different. So she set her mind to study and to learn and grabbed everything she could on how to be a better mom, a better wife, an effective parent, all of that. And one of those was just the idea of, like, how to manage your family. Like, mm. we, you know, we didn't know that. Um, even though I grew up, you know, in, in a in a good home, and I mean, Randy, your home was a good home, you know, you yeah. know, right? I mean, your mom and dad provided well for yes, you in those they areas, did. but still, there's a lot of that you just don't learn. Like mm -hmm. naturally, right. like I don't remember sitting down with my mom and our dad and saying, "All right, you're about to have, you know, a family. Here are six things you need." I mean, they would say things along the way. So that's what we want to do today. Uh, we want to help you guys with, um, as you see, and, and Jacob's already introduced it. Six tips to organizing. Um, and managing my family. I, I need to start out uh, with this hilarious quote. Um, I don't know if you guys have ever heard of uh, the comedian Phyllis Diller back oh, in the yes. 70s. That's a like, long time I, ago. Isn't it? But I, I found this quote by her, um, of course, while studying for Encourage Radio, and I thought this was appropriate. She said this, I buried a lot of my ironing in the backyard. <laughs> <laughs> Have you ever just felt overwhelmed with laundry? Yes. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and groceries? Yes. Yeah. And then all of a sudden it's the perfect storm. You find yourself like, we have to be at school. We have to be here. And oh my goodness, in the tomorrow and the next day, like, I don't know when we'll ever buy groceries. I don't know if I'll ever find my 
kids' clothes again? And yeah. maybe have you ever like lost a kid oh, in the yeah. laundry pile? No. Well, if mine is just socks. I'm like, yeah. where did all the socks go? Yeah. I mean, I know that's a standard thing, but it was a legit thing for yeah. our house last week. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like we all lost socks. Because we were so busy. Yes. And so just trying to kind of make sure that we're always pressing in and evaluating our schedules yeah. as well as how we run, how we function during the different seasons of life because trials are going to come and go. Right. Um, work schedules are going to fluctuate. Yeah. Um, kids' schedules are going to fluctuate mm-hmm. with their health. Mm-hmm. But it's up to us to be strategic in how we still look at managing the home. Yeah. Because as we have shared before, that that kind of sets the temperature for the family. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. It's funny. We were just studying. I had to I had to find out how to say this guy's name. Um, he's a German writer. And I think it's, I think you said Goethe. I don't know. But anyway, it's spelled G-O-E-T-H-E. Here, I mean, that's a perfect um, segue into this quote. And then, Rain, we're going to let you jump on. He said this. He, and you can apply it, he, she, um, right? He is the happiest, be he king or peasant, who finds his peace in his home. Wow. Isn't that so true? It is. Like when life is, when home is peaceful, it seems like even if job is chaotic, you can handle it a little bit better. Yeah. When when home is peaceful. So let's talk about that, Raina. You've learned a lot. And this is um, this is all you, if you will, sort of chiming in, telling us what you've learned. I'm going to jump in on it as well. But six tips to organizing your your um, home and family. I'm going to go ahead and give you the six tips. That way, if you don't um, receive them, you'll hear them, and we're going to talk about them. Here's here they are. Break break life into departments. Like learn how to uh, treat your home like a department store. You know what I mean? You like break it into sections. Think ahead, plan ahead. Learn the as-you-go philosophy. We're going to let Raina explain that. That's like her little, I'm going to say you coined that phrase or whatever, came up with that. Number four, form a team. Five, start a family calendar. And six, be flexible. All right, Raina, let's go. All right. When we say break into departments, what does that mean? When you sit down with a new mom that says, I'm absolutely overwhelmed, Mm -hmm. what do you tell her? Well, that kind of came from me working full-time in a company. And of course, there's the accounting department, there's sales, there's, you know, distribution, distribution, there's marketing. Well, all of those different departments are happening at the same time, but oh, wow. you're having to manage them at the same time. Mm-hmm. Well, that was a way I read a wonderful book called The Family Manager. Yeah. And, um, that is, of course, where I got the original idea of breaking into departments. But of course, I added a little, you know, ministry spin to that because, of course, we are in ministry and we try to be yeah. others minded. So we kind of added something, right. you know, to the typical topics that we right. look at. So for me, the first one, of course, is finance. You mm. know, what you could do is like, say, if you're looking at your overall calendar mm-hmm. and you're looking at your daily schedule, mm-hmm. um, if you were to put these headings on a piece of paper, and you're kind of setting goals for the day. Now, yep. this is for the stay-at-home mom, this stay-at-home dad, right? This is for the family, no matter whatever where you, it is. These right. things still kind of happen. You're still paying yeah. bills even if you're working full time. Right. You're still paying bills even if you're not working full time. Right. But you still need to be on top of things to be able to manage. Yes. Okay. Because you are a manager of what God has blessed you with. Right. Okay. Mm. Um, we are a steward of His gifts. Right. They're not ours to give back to Him. Yeah. So the first one is like finance is what I would title one. That's your daily bills, what you need to pay. Like I was 
was looking at insurance quotes while I was, you know, getting dressed, you know, things had changed. I got my renewal. You know, what do I need to follow up on? So you may put for that day, I need to follow up on this bill. I need to set payment on this and this, maybe three goals for the day. Yeah. Personal self-care. Of course, I got to wake up. I'm going to have my quiet time in the morning. I'm going to exercise, even if it's seven minutes. That's seven yeah. minutes that you didn't do the day before. Right. You had a very busy morning this morning, and you walked. I you, did. you at least went walking. You go, okay, I at least walked for 12 minutes. Yeah, because I needed okay. to get to the hospital to see my mom. I needed to get here to record. But, of course, we have ministry starting tomorrow. So I had to kind of look at the overall right. of what is priority. Well, personal, I got to make sure I stay healthy no matter how busy my schedule is. Okay. So personal, I put self care, quiet time. Others, mission. Okay, who do Mm. I need to text? Mm -hmm. Lord, as I'm praying this morning, bring people to mind that I need to be ministering to. Maybe a little text, I'm thinking about you today. Um, Just realizing that we're living on mission. So I may have all these other things on my agenda, but my most important thing is also, who am I ministering to? Who am I kind of staying in contact with? No, I may not have time to go by and have coffee with someone, But I do have time to talk text oh, yeah. somebody and just say, I'm praying for you today. Yeah. And that quick little five second text means a lot. Oh, yeah. And it keeps you others minded. We, you know, as just as humans, we can be just so self absorbed in our agenda mm-hmm. and performance or getting things done. Mm. You know, so many times we compare our getting things done as like an idol to other people. Like, I got more stuff to do than you. You know, we have to really remember to put that into perspective, Mm -hmm. you know, that no matter what God has called us to today, it may not be as cool as somebody else that you're looking at, but that is your calling. That's true. That's a good point. God has placed you right where you are as a home manager. The next one is home and maintenance. Mm. What are those few few tasks that you need to get done at home? Like later on, it's like, oh my goodness, I have crumbs all over the counter. I need to at least get the kitchen cleaned off, dishwasher unloaded, um, things like that. And then, um, of course, and we'll go into a little bit more detail when we go through these points. Next one is family, Um, a family schedule. Um, You know, for us, after years of ministry, we realized we really needed to dedicate one day a week as like our family night. Right. And we realized that that's what keeps us connected. It allows others to rest as well. And so we just kind of have that family time scheduled. Or we keep a family calendar on our phones, on our iPhones. As we schedule, We we can see each other's calendar. So that allows us to know who's doing what on Mm -hmm. what day, Mm -hmm. and if we're missing something, or if our kiddos need to get in touch with us, they are like, oh, okay, they're in a meeting right now. I can kind of see it on their phone. So Mm -hmm. the beauty of that. Um, The next one is, of course, work. You know, work's going to happen. Of course, for us in ministry, it's kind of part of our ever flow. You know, some people are like, don't you take off on this? And I'm like, well, we do. Right. But it just, we've learned how to get a rhythm of ministry. Right. You know, that we know that, yes, we have family time, but then, yes, we take calls or ministry or go to birthday parties or whatever it may be. But having those goals at work are so important. Don't just realize that your work is your mission. Right. And that's where your joy comes from. And many times when you're that home manager, we can get in that rut of like, I'm just managing the home. I'm not doing this and this and this. Or I thought I would be in this position by now. 
God has called you to your current position. Right, wow. You know, but to always be sensitive to where he's moving so we can trust in that. Next one is food. Yeah, I think this is our hardest one with them. It can, and that's where I say it's seasonal. You know, last week, of course, with family in the hospital. So you're in the hospital early in the morning. So you catch yourself eating out at lunch and then you stay later at work. So you don't quite get dinner. Right. You know, so there are going to be times when it's like that, but your overall goal is to still prioritize food for your family. Mm-hmm. And as we continue to learn food is fuel, yeah. um, we have to prioritize that. And then the last one, of course, is time. Just being able to write out that time schedule, yeah. you know, of where things are allow what is reasonable in time. Yeah. You can't have a goal of three hours, three hours, three hours of everything, but finding right. that balance. But just breaking it down into departments right. on a piece of paper of what you got to get done. You may put three little items underneath underneath each heading. Right. You know, but it helps you kind of manage yeah. um, right. what's going on. Because, yeah, I mean, it is absolutely overwhelming. And and I, I hate to, you know, Raina... Here's a good way to say it. Like people, you know, they they often ask us those questions of how do you manage this? Like, don't don't you guys ever take vacation here? That's why home is so critical to us. And so not that we're a model in that, like we still have a lot to learn. But if there's one thing we've learned, like home is like peace. Yeah, Yeah. it is. Home is like vacation. vacation. (laughs) Home is a resort. Um, and, And so, you know, bringing that house under management and control so I know that was a really quick run through, which is it needed to be, and, and maybe as this airs, we can provide just like a quick little view of what that, what those little departments that she said. And so give you a little brain in, uh, insight into Raina's brain. Like when we were first married and moved to North Carolina, um, she actually helped start from the ground up a medical uh, distributorship um, business um, and company. So she learned from that, which I think. When you're when you're the only one in the company while all the salesmen are out and you have to create all the departments, I think that helped, you know, yeah, bring that into the house. And so I know just listing off those six or seven things might sound overwhelming, but once you write them down, and like Raina said, just put two or three items underneath each one, it becomes very digestible yeah. versus if you don't, it becomes very overwhelming. Yes. Okay. So another here's the first one, right? On how to manage your six tips really quick, how to manage your family and house is break break up your household into departments and just become the CEO, um, <laughs> if you will, of the home. Number two, think ahead, plan ahead. We sort of mentioned that when we were joking around about the stroller and how to get things packed. But um, one of the things that I think you have taught uh, mom so well is one of the things they would always say is like, it's hard for us to get the kids up on Sunday or this or that. And you said, get them ready the night before. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a mentally the night before. Yeah. It is physically loading everything the night before right. and planning ahead for that next day. Now, we understand that. A lot of mom and dads do understand that in the terms of like, in, in terms of like athletics. Mm. So like, you know, I would often as our girls are getting ready to go to dance, I'm like, okay, you know, like the night before, I'm like, all right, here we go. Like, here's what you're going to face. Who's going to be out there? Here's what you're going to hear. Like, we know how to think it like that in those terms, but that's what we mean. We mean just like you would get them ready for a test, like you would get them ready for a game. We'll get them ready. Like you would say, like, lay out their clothes ahead mm-hmm. of time. This is obviously when they were much younger. But lay out and then teach them to lay out their clothes. Like even now, we're, you know, our girls still practice like getting ready, like they're getting ready uh, days ahead. Like they're thinking through like, what does it mean? So 
one of the ways you can sort of manage that is is think ahead and plan ahead because life's always going to throw you surprises. And it's, it's those surprises that sort of prevent us from being able to get ahead. But if we're already ahead, like one area we're still sort of weak at is meal prep. Yes. <laughs> I wish we were so much better. I look at other families and they post stuff on Instagram and they're like, here's their our next 19 meals. I'm like, good Lord. How'd you do that? <laughs> it must have taken you nine hours just to chop all those carrots. We're still watching the video that maybe Rihanna posted on how to cut an onion. <laughs> I know. I think it takes me four days to figure out how to cut a doggone onion. I agree with that 100%. Yes. So we're yeah. all weak in areas. We're all strong in areas. But the whole thing is is planning ahead helps curb some of the time that you would lose, which is one of the department's time, would lose um, if you weren't sort of think ahead. Yep. Yes. Like try as best you can to think through the scenarios and plan ahead or potential scenarios, like when the kids are much younger, obviously have backup outfits, have backup meals, um, and so forth. We learned that even living on the West Coast, like we had to travel with multiple outfits because the weather would change, you know, from fifty well, to eighty to hundred. I was just 100. about to say that, oh, were you? not just to plan for the the serious things that you got to do, like yeah. milk things like that, but plan for the potential fun that's going to happen. Oh, how funny. Because I did always have sleepover clothes. Mm. I had a bathing suit in the car, a sweatshirt in the car, a pair of sweats, and like oh, tennis true. shoes. And the girls would be like, "Can I spend the night?" night and you're so like, and "Sure, so. sure." We already had a bag in the car as a potential for fun. I or if we that. said, "Hey, we have time to go to the beach." today. Mm. All right. Well, we already have it in the car. We're 40 minutes away from home, but we're able to just go ahead and make it happen. I remember when they became old enough to sort of think as planners. Yes. And they would say, can we do this? And you would say, sure. And they were like, we have to go home and get. And you were like, I already got it in the back. <laughs> and they were like, right. what? <laughs> like, I, I kind of figured this might come but up. But the thing is, is teaching them to be strategic because we did yeah. go through that season at school of, hey, mom, I forgot my backpack. Well, yeah. You forgot your backpack. You forgot your backpack. Yeah. And so I'm not driving out to bring your backpack today. There are right. times whenever I knew I needed to, but there were times where we kind of had to just follow through of, this is your responsibility right. to mm-hmm. follow through on this. It's not up to me to bring everything that you're forgetting for the day. Yeah. So do your so. best to think ahead, plan ahead. Here's number three. I've been waiting to get to this one because I love it. It's so simple. It doesn't take a whole lot of time to talk about it. It's the as-you-go philosophy. What does that mean? Like <laughs> It means as I go, like I was waiting tables. I waited tables through college. And um, for a season, it was kind of the cool thing to do. So um, I kind of just turned that into my home because whenever I would go to my table section, table 32, 33, whatever, I would treat it as one. So I would make sure I'd bring straws with me. I would pick up, you know, pre-bus tables as I was leaving, kind of everything like one stop coming in, one stop coming out, one stop coming in. So I do the same thing at home. So I get up in the morning, I pick up all the laundry and all the bathrooms, whatever I need to do. I go ahead and I start a load of laundry on my way down the stairs. I eyeball what else I can kind of tidy up as I'm going down the stairs and grab. Yes, I have a lot of things in my hand. I go down the stairs. I distribute to whatever department 
in the house it needs to go to. And then I kind of have my same little philosophy wherever I'm going. So, um, yes, there are times in the house. Oh, here we go. I will. And Jacob and <laughs> I've been waiting to comment on this Ron one. We'll say this that I will pour out their drink before they're done. Or I will, you know, throw away something that they're still using. But I'm always cleaning up because sometimes it does just sit. So I I ride on that 50-50 chance of going ahead and pick up. It is sort of a little, it's a side little family, you know, poking fun. But it is true. Like as as soon as we pour like a glass of water, because rain is so accustomed just to walking through and picking up, like as soon as, before you even have a chance to drink it, the glass is gone. Yeah. And you're like, I go and like, you know, fix your sock and then you come back and it's gone. (laughs) But, uh, but if you can visualize that, I mean, it's literally such an easy principle that as you're walking through the kitchen, just either grab or put away as you're walking up the steps, grab or put away. You know, it's such an easy philosophy to do because well, it's it can, as you're going. Yes, because it can get overwhelming yes. with laundry. So it, especially if you're a busy family, go ahead and throw that load in. Know that by the time you get your coffee, you get your protein shake, take your supplements yep. or whatever, you're already almost done. So before you get, you know, to going on your first podcast, blow drying your hair or whatever, go ahead and put those in the dryer. Right. And then put a new load in. Yeah, so you right. can get two loads done, you know, within that section of time. Right. And then on your way down, just make yourself, for me, I can wash all day long. Yes, you can. But folding is not my favorite. Yeah, none, yeah, none That's of us mine. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. we started having a folding party. We kind of have a folding party, and then we kind of, everybody would separate into their own little piles. Yeah. You know, but it turned into a family activity. Right. You know, whenever the girls were young. Right. And, you know, yes, today I don't like fold, fold each item, but I put into policy that everybody's responsible, right. you know, for taking wherever they need to go. Yeah. yeah and, and even I'll, I'll jump in on this one in just a moment, to, but to sort of divide up responsibilities, like it's easier for you to do the girls clothes and it's easier for me to do the heavier stuff like the towels and the jeans. Yes. Anyway, but that's another little thing. But the, the as you go philosophy, here's number four of the six tips, right? Number one was break, break uh, your house into departments. Think ahead, plan ahead. Number two, as you go. That is such an easy, like, I love that one the most. Like, just as you're swinging by the countertop, grab it. As you're coming down the stairs, grab it. Um, and it's amazing what can be done in that. Here's number four, form a team. Mm. Yeah. You just, we're going to segue into that because you mentioned it in terms of laundry. Um, so you sort of break out, you know, find out who's good at what. Yeah. Like, who who has the stronger forte for either folding, ironing, drying, cleaning, wiping, uh, scrubbing, like find out organizing, find out who's good at what. So uh, assign some roles and responsibilities. That's so important. We, you may call it chores, but uh, assign uh, roles and responsibilities based upon two things, I think. One, giftedness, like what's, what natural comes in, but also around a servant heart. Mm-hmm. So you don't raise children that go to work and it's like, I don't do windows type of mentality. Yeah. Um, because number one, you're trying to teach them to be servants and, and learn that everybody does their part. Like yeah. everybody has a role um, to play yeah. and that can change from day to day. And it's always different. I mean, like yes. you, you do all the, he pretty much does all the vacuuming and definitely all anything that needs to be ironed. Yeah. Military background. He, you did like to watch me struggle. <laughs> yeah, it was kind of funny to watch you iron. I was like, I don't. 
Who would have thought to do that? But then I enjoy pushing the lawnmower. And, oh, my you gosh, know, yes. I would like I like to mow. I like to work in the yard. Well, I, I will like trade to build off. stuff. I, I am so thankful that you like to pull weeds and plant flowers. Mm. I will I will fold towels and iron all day long <laughs> <laughs> rather than go outside and pull weeds. So yeah. we have found that yeah. balance. So right. it's not necessarily your role, your job. Yeah. yeah. No, you find what works best for the DNA of your family. Well, here's what I like what you tell folks, and you just you just said, but here's the, here's what you say. Let your kids do life with you. Mm. Yeah. yeah. That's the way you say it. Like so many times we think they just came home from school when they and they're tired. They are, and they have homework, and they, they do. Um, I'm just going to do all this for them, or we'll do it later, or whatever. But when you do it as a family as much as you can, or when you find a day or a moment or a time um, to divide that out, but when you do life with them, so you're teaching this this more about life than it is about, oh, I got to do this again. Oh, yeah. yeah. They're going to have that attitude anyway. Mm-hmm. Right. Right. Like, I have that attitude. Like, when I walk upstairs and I just see this massive pile of towels, I'm like, oh. <laughs> you know, but we go, I st- but still, so I love the point that you teach families that through that um, forming a team is let kids do life with you inside the house. Because remember, ha- home is sort of like the ultimate workplace. Yeah. Yes. It's it's the ultimate social experiment, the ultimate place of industry. It's it's all of that. And you're teaching them like departments. Oh, you're, yeah. you're teaching them think ahead, plan ahead. You're teaching them as you go. You're teaching them what it means to work as a team. Mm. All of these six tips is what you're instilling in them. Uh, and so let, let the kids do life with you. So that was number four. Here's number five. Start a family calendar. Mm. You kind of mentioned that, but maybe do you go into that just a little bit more of like what that looks like and how. Well, basically, everybody has their activities that they have to go to and things like that. But um, many times we can kind of get a little out of balance mm. um, of of what we're doing. And we can kind of maybe put primary focus on sports versus time getting school done. Yeah. Or... Family time versus responsibilities at home. Right. I mean, it's kind of like it It has to be balanced. I think, Jacob, you and Rayleigh do this really well. Mm-hmm. I think y'all do really well at trying to find balance on like date night, yeah. you know, when you can, yeah. as well as um, planning. So I'm going to put you on the spot, which you totally love. <laughs> um, whenever y'all are getting ready to come and and be here for the week, basically early in the morning. I know yeah. yesterday was, you know, a busy day for y'all. Every day is a busy day for y'all. But what do y'all do as a as a family to kind of get ready to get here in the morning? Yeah, I mean, I mean, it's a lot, but um, <laughs> we obviously have to get ourselves ready, and yes. then um, we have to get prepared for all the food. That's a big one for y'all. That's huge. Yes, because we we try to bring as much food as we can, <laughs> and <laughs> that's what that's half the thing that's in our stroller. By the way, that's funny. Um, but yeah, we so we bring food for Benjamin for us. Um, we prepare it for breakfast, and then we get it ready for lunch, and then we try to figure out uh, anything else snack wise uh, that's needed, and then we um we pretty much gather up like all of our like you know backpack all their essential items. Monitor. Yep. You the, have to have the monitor correct. and the so diapers. All the baby stuff. Yeah. You're tra- you're basically transporting his room here. Correct. Most of the time we do the diaper bag the night before. Yeah. Um, but then there's la- some last minute items like monitor and 
you know, sleep sack and all the other things. But there is a lot, like we have a list of like, okay, this is what we're getting. This is where we're bringing it. And then it all goes in the car. We have like a, like a checklist and then we turn off the lights, arm the security system and off you go. Yeah, we load Benjamin in the car and we go, but wow. Wow. I mean, it, all in all, it takes a while. So <laughs> yeah. we have to plan for how long that will take, too. But then y'all are getting here at, what, 7 a.m.? Yeah. Um. Yep. Tw- twice a week, it's that early. But, yeah. Wow. Yeah. Our yeah. drive. Well, y'all make it happen. Yes. And it's a beautiful thing to see because it's kind of like just as a model to all of us that we can be organized. We yep. can pull it together. Hmm. We can get to where we need to be as a family. Well. I think a good thing about a family calendar is um, it, it doesn't just inform you, but I think it holds you accountable. Yeah, yeah, that's um, so true. I don't know if this is universally true, but I was just thinking about this. So um, there are a lot of families in, in one one school of education, if you will, that emphasizes like extracurricular, whether it be sports or dance or like some form of athletics or some form of like acting, um, you know, drama, uh, band, so forth, right? things outside it. Where sometimes homeschoolers, they're in that as well, but even homeschoolers, and we were that, so I can sort of pick on that. I don't know if it's universally true for everybody, but sometimes we allow, um, I'm just going to let my kids learn by getting out in the world. So sometimes Mm. we kind of let them go play, and then we only allow like maybe 30 minutes for education. Wow. I think that method's called unschool is is the technical method for that. Yeah. Yeah. So either way, like if that's your philosophy and that works for your child and your family, the calendar still has to, will hold you accountable. Like, okay, we did a little bit too much outdoor time or whatever, but we didn't have enough seat time. So we're a little behind in this versus the opposite would be true of others that say, okay, we're a little bit too much in the activities. Like that's fine. That schedule sort of dominated and we didn't have enough time for um, academics. Either way, my point is like a calendar not only keeps you informed, but it holds you accountable. Yeah, very much so. I mean, I know for me as as a homeschool mom years ago, it's kind of like I was paying, you know, I would be paying somebody else to educate my kids, mm. that my homeschool is a job. So, of course, I would okay. plan ahead. I would lesson plan on Sunday, get everything together. Yeah. I had a schedule during the week. Mm. I knew my benchmarks that I needed to make. Mm-hmm. Um, yes, we did have extra time. We were, Of course, in San Diego, it was the Olympic Training Center. Oh, yeah. So there was a lot of people that homeschooled in that area, as well as actors, right? you know, things like that in that area. So it was so easy because there was Balboa Park Ballet. You know, I could go to the Science Center for this. I could go to the beach and and study about sea marine biology. But then I still had to have my set days of education that had to be made. So where was that choice? It was my choice, my discipline on knowing that this is very important that I keep my girls on target, I have certain benchmarks to make, mm. as well as being able to press in when there's so many fun things right. happening around me. Because, right. yes, I wanted my kids to be well-rounded, but to be well-rounded, education is still primary. Um, right. Doing life with us in ministry, we would host like Gary Chapman. We were like the pre-conference for Beth Moore. You know, we would do the You Lead. Well, my girls were working the bookstore at six years old. You know, it's kind of like distributing books, doing tags, things like that. They did life and ministry with us. That's cool. So it was really cool to be able to kind of mix that all together. So as they have grown into adults, it is not shocking for them to mix it 
it all together. Like right. we were just discussing, yep. if we can get you used to doing this underneath yep. our house, correct. when you become married, it is not such a shock. Yeah. Right. If you are already in the habit of cleaning your bathroom, mm. self-managing your time, following your calendar. That is so true. Once you're married, you already have these new flavors that you're getting used to. But if you have a base point of responsibility- Which has been the home. Mm -hmm. Already underneath your belt, Mm -hmm. you are able to transition into marriage just in such a better position. You're able to transfer into parenting. It's not such a shock. Right. You know, to like, oh my goodness. Like there's so many side benefits I could mention to this. Like for instance, as a mom, um, this this will make you a better like employee manager. Like as you become effective at managing your home, your mm-hmm. employer will probably see that in you like, whoa, there's something different about them. They know how yes. already know how to run departments. Yeah. If you own your own business, it'll sharpen those skills. As a dad, like as a stay-home dad or uh, part-time, you know, like you work part-time, but maybe you help homeschool or whatever, it'll help you as a dad become a better boss mm-hmm. or employee. It, it, it'll help your children understand, like Raina made a great point, it's not such a huge transition from childhood to adulthood or any entering the, the workforce because they're already already used to sort of how to integrate these philosophies, you know? Yes. And it keeps you happier where you are. Many times we're always looking at the grass is greener on the other side, like I want that position or I should be doing this. Mm -hmm. Well, you can have that same attitude in your home. Like I'm just doing laundry. I'm just doing Mm. this. When you look at all of it as God's calling, it kind of keeps us humble in our process that even for a dad, you know, at home vacuuming, things like that, it kind of, it kind of pushes that pride, you know, away to where you're always wanting more. Mm. So I'm not that it keeps you humble, but in a way, Working together helps you realize what your base calling is. So whenever you're out in the workforce, you understand your base calling in the workforce. Right. And the beautiful thing about it, I think, is is the last point, number six, is be flexible. Yeah. Like Mm. you you can, um, because it can be easily so overwhelming, you can come at it real, real rigidly mm. and and try to accomplish it, and then you're just like, I can't do this anymore. I'm burnt out. But you just got to be flexible. I yeah. mean, some most days don't work out the way we think they're going to anyway. No. Um, and so it's you know it's the the proverbial eleventh commandment. You know the the uh, the be flexible, the, <laughs> right? The blessed are the flexible, for they are not bent out of shape. That's um, hilarious. You know what I mean? And so yeah, it's learning that I can't necessarily approach this with rigidity, right. or I'll feel guilty, like yeah. I'll, uh, because there's going to be laundry piles, there's going to be dishes that sit. Yeah. Um. There's there's going to be you know socks that are lost. Uh, there's going to be you're going to be late for this and reports that aren't turned in. That's that's the point is not we're not asking you to be like 100% successful in this. We're just giving you six tips to manage. And one of them is like just realize that Flammy's family's flexible. And if like right now you walked by the stairs and you know you should pick something up, but you can see in little Johnny or Susie's eyes that they really want to go, you know, play a game or sit down and talk then don't pick that up off the stairs. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, just sit and talk. It's all about being attuned. But the home is the place where you learn ultimate um, management and organizational tips for the bending and the shaping and the defining of your home, of your ministry, of your marriage uh, for your children. That's where it happens. So when they step yeah. out into the world, they have a better understanding of how that operates. Well, I hope these six things help. I know. Me too. Yeah. It's like, and, and it, 
having some structure and a plan, all we hear that a lot. Yeah. But um, many times we don't realize that we need it really in our homes as well. Oh, my, and yes. And it's a reflection of, you know, kind of where we are in our structure and our plan. Of course, it starts with Christ. Right. And um, his plan for our life. Yep. Well said. That's a great way to sort of wrap up this um, episode. Pray you guys understand this, can implement it. And we pray that in the organization and in the management, it does what Raina said. It just allows you to enjoy home and enjoy life. And it helps manage things better so you feel better about where you are because happy is he who can find peace at home. Well, you guys be blessed. Thank you so much for listening in. And we will talk to you soon. Bye.